While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. James Franklin Howard was born into a wealthy Georgia family in 1865, just as the Civil War was ending. His father and uncles hadn't served. Their family's wealth allowed them to either claim a deferment to run their business or hire proxies to fight in their stead. Howard attended the University of Georgia to study geology, but was not especially successful in his studies. By this point in his life, about 1890, Howard's family could settle any problems regarding James's academic career with a sizable donation. One story says that a check to renovate a geology science lab would result in the Howard name on both the building and a diploma. As a side note, the Howard Science Building was demolished in 1921 to build what is now the UGA Science Library. Where James broke from the traditional course of study at UGA was simple. James Howard believed that the Earth was hollow. Edmund Halley, the guy the comet was named after, first suggested in the late 1600s that Earth was a hollow sphere. There are, of course, numerous references to people traveling inside the Earth in mythology from the Greeks, Native Americans, and even the Celts. In A Midsummer Night's Dream, Shakespeare even makes a reference to a hollower. Halley theorized that the outer shell of the Earth was about 500 miles thick and that there were two shells inside of it. The different shells rotated at different speeds and had their own atmosphere. He pointed out that the aurora borealis may have been atmosphere from an inner shell leaking into our atmosphere. John Sims proposed that the entrances to these spheres lay in Antarctica and the North Pole, and expeditions were sent to Antarctica in 1838 to find these openings. None were reported. Sims' followers and family continued to propagate his work after his death, and James Howard was known to treasure his copy of The Sims' Theory of Concentric Spheres, written by Sims' son in 1878. Although he continued to live in Augusta, Howard would frequently travel through the Northeast Georgia mountains, searching for evidence of the Hollow Earth claim. There are a few folk tales from the Cherokee that describe their people emerging on Earth from a great cave in the ground, and Howard believed that those stories contained at least enough truth to point him to this general area. The idea for the tower came from the De La Condamine experiment. A French expedition to Ecuador led by Pierre de la Condamine placed a bronze sphere at the top of a volcano and another one at the base. They believed that the two spheres, due to their nearly identical structure at different altitudes, would generate something they called seismic waves, which would indicate the presence of open space beneath them. Remember, this is the 1800s and the scientific method was in its infancy. The lack of any seismic waves were originally taken to prove that the Earth was not hollow, but some scholars believe that the waves were too small to be measured by the equipment carried by the expedition. After reading about it, John Franklin Howard determined to repeat the experiment in the Northeast Georgia Mountains. 
A plot of land was bought at a high point in Habersham County, and a wooden tower 47 feet tall was constructed. At the top rested a three-foot bronze sphere filled with mercury, and at the base an identical sphere was set in a brick housing. Howard spent hours measuring and observing the spheres, searching for some evidence of seismic waves and the hollow earth. Apparently, the only incident of any import was when lightning struck the tower while two workmen were at its top. Howard reported that the bodies of the workmen were never found, and in his written works he wonders if the two were somehow transported within the earth through the lightning's force. The depression was a blow to the people of Northeast Georgia, but by this point Howard's family had mostly settled into watching their investments and some various philanthropic causes. Howard heard about a WPA plan to build a fire tower in Habersham County and immediately joined the governing board overseeing the project. The tower was built in 1937. 54 feet high and 1,830 feet above sea level at the top of Chenecita Mountain. James Howard, now 72, had the structure he felt would prove his scientific theories. If you've ever been inside the tower, you know that above the observation deck is a 15-foot-high peaked roof which contains a 5-foot diameter bronze sphere, still half-filled with mercury. A similar sphere is buried at the base underneath the stairs. Howard died in 1939, having only about a year to make observations of his equipment before his illness made it impossible to leave the house. But several students returned regularly to observe and report at the tower. So far, no one has claimed to have found definitive proof of the hollow earth from that site, but the Forest Service still allows certified researchers to access the tower 17 times a year. Some in the area credit the equipment in the tower for an elevated number of UFO sightings in the area. James Howard was buried in Augusta. His funeral was attended by officials of UGA, five members of Congress, and members of the wealthiest families in the United States, proving, again, that when you're rich, absolutely nobody cares how crazy you are. If you're a fan of the Grateful Dead, you'll know that the song Franklin's Tower was, of course, named for James Franklin Howard and his experiment. The city of Cornelia sometimes operates hayrides to the tower where the general public can enter and climb upstairs. If you do, please share the story of James Howard and the Hollow Earth with everyone on the hayride, whether they want to hear it or not. At the very least, it will probably ensure that you have the wagon to yourself on the way back. Moving Through Georgia is a history podcast that tells the truth every day except April 1st. Thank you for listening this far, and we will be back with a more factual and accurate episode on Sunday. That's the way we do it down in Georgia. Everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The yellow man left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right left walk on your heel and toe. From an aid that pretty gal to Georgia. That's all.